Guess who likes chicks with dicks? It's time for the Intellectual Saviors. With your hosts, Michael. This is the greatest fucking day ever. Let's go get my gun. Eric. Obama is America's worst enemy, and all of his lying, ungodly, evil, liberal, communist, criminal-supporting gang members. And Pops. They might grow your dick to black man size. <laughs> and, no, and no white man wants that. There are three guys who are fighting the good fight. If your definition of a good fight is sitting on your ass while drinking and cussing into a microphone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. I am Michael. And I'm Boggs. Welcome, people of Earth. Welcome, Earth. I'm back. Eric really, is back. So really, no bashing Eric this week. Yeah. Can't can't talk about shit that's not true. Like ballerina lessons, I think, was in there. Turtle herpes. No, turtle herpes was only in the title. How many times I gotta fucking tell you this? You guys talk about warts around my mouth, and then you say turtle herpes. It makes no damn sense. By the if way, if you're gonna make shit up, at least corroborate it. By the way, I'm glad those cleared up. That's good. What my uh, your warts around your my mouth. my big heaping uh, disease of Oklahoma. <laughs> no shit, dude. Yeah, so to, just for uh, clarity purposes, Oklahoma. I had to spend uh, oh, like a week and a half in Oklahoma uh, for work, um, so that's where I was. Worse than herpes. I, I did tell this asshole that I'd Skype in, and then he decided <laughs> to not to, just so he can like make try and make fun of me. That was a game plan. Yeah, it failed miserably. Dude, it almost and did it was fail very miserably. Disorganized. What are you talking just, about? Chaotic show. That was our best show in forever. We're fucking the Florida theme a thousand times. <laughs> Thanks, Boggs. You're welcome. We had to pull every fucking segment out of the bag last week, so you'll get nothing this week and like it. Right. Um, some strange stuff about Oklahoma. Well, some of it's not so strange, and then some of it was just kind of weird. Um, surprise, surprise. The first billboard that I saw when I got to Oklahoma was... Uh, an anti-meth billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were pro-meth in Oklahoma. <laughs> well, apparently, you know, the people are pro-meth, but the uh, the government's not. So they spend a lot of money on billboards. Fucking buzzkills. I don't think it's working. Fucking buzzkills. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so what's, yeah, their, what's their meth problem like? Is it like 50%? I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, like? but it's got to be something significant because there was a lot of meth billboards. A lot. Well, you went out while you were there. Did you uh, notice fucking all the grizzled missing teeth? And well, when I went to Northside, it wasn't that bad. Fucking Northside. Um, it was a lot of tourists, a lot of uh of the, I guess, cleaner, uh, folks. <laughs> um, the cleaner folks. Where I was in South, um, 
not so much. Yeah, South Side. Usually South Side Town's always um, the bad part of town. Well, apparently it was good, uh, as somebody told me. They said it was good, like, about a decade ago, and then it's just mm-hmm. progressively gone to crap. You know why? All these illegal immigrants coming over? And No. Oh. No. no. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with drugs. Oh. Um, it's be- that's because of the illegal immigrants, too? No. Oh. No. My bad. Um... Yeah, it was a constant uh, barrage of seeing just random people walk stumbling down the uh, the streets, barely coherent, uh, you know, barely keeping themselves straight. Um, mixed with interesting Fuck. characters coming into my establishment and filling out applications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since you're just filling in, you should just have hired the most fucked up people. Yeah, yeah, you're no, hired. No, I was not going to do that to those poor people. <laughs> Because the the staff there was pretty good, um, so I, I don't want to do that to them. I got gotcha. I, I don't know how uh, the manager there pulled it off, but somehow he managed to get like the most sane people to work <laughs> in there. <laughs> somehow out of that pool of you know people that are just just on the brink and either you know just riddled with drugs in their veins or who knows what. Hello, Oklahoma City. <laughs> all of our fans up there, all zero. But uh, it 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 was it was all right. Is that right? Uh, the so, one thing that kind of tripped me up and I thought was a little bizarre was a lot of the gas gasoline stations. They had this no ethanol thing. It was like everywhere. Like every gas station was just like we use one hundred percent gas. There's no ethanol in our gas. Um, hmm. It's like thirty cents more expensive. Okay. <laughs> And apparently it, it helps your fuel economy. Because <clears throat> I was asking everybody, I'm like, what the fuck is up with this like 100% gasoline bullshit? And it's like, oh, well, it helps with fuel economy. I was like, I, I, I haven't looked into it, so don't really take my word for it. But really, I just think it's a fucking coup just to get people to pay more expensive gas. I will say this, <laughs> <clears throat> because I've seen the research on the ethanol, and ethanol is a scam anyway. I mean, it's just a fucking way to keep our farmers going and stuff of the way. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, they, they've, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it and anybody out there and stuff, you do the research is like the grow, the corn, all the fucking shit that goes into the corn, then processing it, turn into ethanol actually uses more energy than the ethanol produces. So we're actually using more fuel to grow the corn and produce the ethanol. So it's like it's probably a better idea just to go with 100% gas. So even though they're probably trying to do it for some dickish conservative reason, yeah. they're actually probably doing a good thing. I don't. I, in a I roundabout way. Know. It just confused me because I've never seen that before. Fuck ethanol. Um, what do you think of that? And one of the gas stations right next to the 100% gasoline, no ethanol in our gas signs. It also had a we now take food stamps. <laughs> for hey. gas or for like um, I don't the, know. the hot dog inside. Um, Got it. Also, with gas stations there, they can't sell anything above 3.2% alcohol by volume. What? <laughs> Something about... Throwing could, a hot dog inside there? I could, I could pay you with food stamps to put your hot dog inside me. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry. Sorry, Eric. This, this is this week, not last week, guys. I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, you can't sell above 3.2% alcohol by volume in gas stations. found that kind of weird because I was just, like, going to swing by and yeah. grab, like, a six-pack of Shiner. And a lot, nuke, lot harder to get a, get a girl drunk. And... Like, I wasn't even expecting, like, you know, anything decent. I was like, ah, it's Oklahoma. Like, I should just expect to get Shiner, and that's just what I'm going to have to deal with. Nope, didn't even have that. 
And I was like, hey, do you guys don't have any crap brews or anything? They're like, what? what's a crap brew? Yeah. Crap brew. Craft brew. We got Budweiser and Coors, bitch. Yeah. I went to a bar and I asked a guy for a premium domestic, and he was like, what the hell's that? He's like, well, just name me your beers. Bud, Bud Light, <laughs> got Michelob Ultra, oh. MGD64. Oh. It's like, um, I'll have a gin and tonic. <laughs> I don't want any of that shit. Uh, funny story. Uh, the first like actual night that I could go out, um, I was like, I'll hit up a couple of the local bars, see what the local scene's about. And there was this one bar that was like right next to my hotel. So I decided to walk in there, and lady at the door, she's like, oh, it'll be $5. I'm like... I gave her this look like, what cover, the fuck are you talking about? Cover a, charge? A cover charge for a South Oklahoma City bar. You gotta be shitting me. And then I kind of looked behind me and I noticed some girl walking with uh, bikini bottoms and no top. And I'm like, this is oh, yes. a strip club, isn't it? <laughs> so Aussie didn't even and know. And she was like, yes it is, honey. I was like, I was looking for a bar. I'll see you later. <laughs> Dude, five bucks. It had nothing to like even distinguish itself differently from a bar it just, looked just like a bar five bucks isn't much you should have just dropped fine bones and hung out could have had a show while you're drinking your beer your Budweiser from tap nah nah cover charge and then I'm pretty sure the beers are probably expensive too dude they're overpriced any fucking wear yeah but I mean cover charge and I gotta pay overpriced beer fuck that I don't care I don't know I can you, see free titties all the time I don't know if you saw it Boggs Eric didn't post it on our Facebook page but this weekend of course I threw a couple pictures up on uh, Twitter to rub in people's faces cause that's what you gotta do when you're doing stuff that's cool you gotta put it on fucking social media so everybody can see what you're doing and what they're not doing to show your superiority so we did a True. couple shows we did as a group we went and saw the deer hunter but of course, uh, we had the singer Casey Crescenzo on uh, a couple months back, so go check that out. Uh, that was the first time for me seeing him. And <clears throat> I got to see, if anybody is out there, if you guys watch television stuff on the cable, there's the Fast and Loud show, and it's got the guy that owns the Gas Monkey Bar and Grill. That's where they performed at here in Dallas. And um, it's a pretty cool little venue. It was a little fucking too muggy out for me, but um, they were actually pretty good. Like, I'm not as diehard. Like, these two are diehard fans. I mean, I'm the casual listener from them, but uh, I have to say it was a really good show. And then um, the next night, me and Eric uh, took another trip back to Dallas and went and saw Nine Inch Nails and Soundgarden play. Fucking awesome. Uh, we were looking at the beer list beforehand, and I can't remember the exact price. So you probably helped me out, but I think, like, uh, just a regular fucking domestic beer was like thirteen and a half dollars or something. The premium was fifteen, yeah. right? <laughs> For a fucking beer, I was like, "Yeah, I ain't getting drunk tonight, dude." <laughs> yeah, I posted that on my Facebook. One of my friends is like, "That must be like Vegas or New York," and I'm like, "Nope, Dallas." No, fucking Dallas. Fucking $13 for a beer, dude. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. So. Like like I told him, maybe if it was like one of those towers, you know. God damn, dude. It, like a fucking mini keg. They asked me to pay $13 for Bud Light. Ugh. Which is fine because that kept me from drinking any and then I didn't have to get up and piss constantly during the show. So I got True. to enjoy it. Which I will say, for a man of my age, you know, those are bands from my high school era, you know, that I fucking used to love back in the day. So it was really cool getting to see them. Nine Inch Nails is great. 
I'd say anybody's never seen him, go see him. Yeah, Nine Shells, are, they always put on a really good show. Soundgarden was really good. I was a little disappointed they didn't play a couple tracks I wanted to, but they sounded good. Chris Cornell still got the pipes. He still sounds really good. He's still pissed off. You can kind of tell. He didn't talk a lot, but there's a couple yeah. times he had to throw in his little segues of songs and stuff, and he still got a little bit of that bitter asshole in him. So, so he's awesome still. <laughs> Fucking Cornell. Oh, anyway... I should just point out, because we never do this until the end of the show. I always fucking forget. If you guys want to see the uh, cool pictures I threw up of how awesome we are, you can go to Twitter, at the Intel Savers. Of course, go to iTunes, Facebook, all that shit. Like us, follow us, leave comments. Whatever. Yeah, too bad you didn't take, like, uh, 50,000 like that that guy in front of us did. Oh, yeah. Um, not to be stereotypical or anything, but he did happen to be an Asian guy that was taking a thousand pictures of the oh, show. Dude, not, okay, so yeah, he was taking pictures, but there was a lady that was like two rows and to the right of us. Uh-huh. She recorded every single one. Yeah. Every single song. And the, I mean, that, because uh-huh. she's looking at her phone and it's like, you're at the fucking concert. Like, oh, watch the that, fucking man. show. Why the fuck are you looking at your fucking phone? No, I... And then the the guy in front of us even drove me more nuts because he would take a shitload of pictures, like just at the beginning of the song. He'd take a shitload of pictures, and then he'd spend the rest of the song thumbing through them and picking out the good ones. It's like, you fucking asshole. Like, you, and those tickets weren't exactly cheap. No. Like, you spent all that money to fucking sit on your fucking phone. Go fuck yourself. That makes me insane. And Eric will tell you, I only took... One picture at the beginning of each set, and yeah, then I put I my phone that. right I away, that. dude. Take take one I, picture, just you know, do it up, memorialize the event. You get to throw it in everybody's face. That's hey, all this I is did. the fucking show that I'm at, or whatever. You know, you get to show people what you're doing. Be a dick, and then fucking watch the fucking show. Enjoy exactly. the live music that you just paid money to see. Well, <clears throat> go ahead, sir. You, I know you're trying to get in here. We're okay. We are the intellectual saviors. We like to tell you what the fuck to do at concerts. Put that phone away, dick. Because we're entitled to tell you how to enjoy yourself. Quit fucking leaning in me, you drunk whore. Oh, I, thought we were I don't know. I just going. think that people would enjoy the concert more if they actually paid attention to it. I wanted to make. Um, I don't know. Maybe I really wanted me. to like make a like a. I take a Watto picture. Oh, here we go. Oh, here, here we go. go. But I couldn't really come up with enough lyrics. To oh, get here there. we go. Wasted been... bogs. <laughs> hey, you know what? The, and the fucked up thing was too. It's like, oh, I will say this. If anybody goes and sees Nine Inch Nails, uh, the only warning I can say to is, if you fucking have epilepsy, don't go to that show because you will fucking die. Man, that light show that they have is just insane. Oh yeah, the it's intense. And the it's always and intense. Oh. But it's good. Yeah, it's definitely it's different. They incorporate a lot of cool technology and a lot of different uh, image effects and stuff. It's not like over the top. Like, there's not so much to it. It's simple, but yet the way they do it, it's, it's really unique. It's a really unique thing. I've never seen anything quite like it. Like I said, it's very simple, but it's really cool. You just have to go see it. I'm not going to fucking yeah. t- explain it. And take a picture. Take Yeah, take a fucking picture or two and then put your fucking phone away. Actually, um... Recently, Peter Frampton. Do you guys remember Peter Frampton? Hell yeah. Um, he got into a little bit of trouble because he took somebody's phone away and threw it. <laughs> <laughs> As a statement. And they were asking him why. And he's like, because people don't enjoy concerts anymore. They go and they sit there on their fucking phone. 
And I'm like, yeah, get him, Peter. Get him. Yeah, I uh, went to work and stuff on Monday. My boss, he was like, hey, so what'd you do over the weekend? He's like, oh, I went to the Ninth Snail Show. He's like, oh, yeah, man. He goes, I, he goes, I really wanted to go to that. He goes, I just, we didn't see the thing for it until it's too late and stuff. I was like, yeah, I go, I'd like to show you some video of it, but I'm not one of those douchebags that says so the whole time and fucking videotapes on my phone. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. He goes, I hate those fucking people. I'm like, yeah. It's, I just don't, I don't know. understand it. I mean, I'm just at a loss. Like, because you, like, have you ever, I mean, honestly, and people on, in the audience, too, have you ever gone to YouTube and seen a decent concert cell phone footage? Dude. Ever? I Ever? Uh, maybe a couple that the video no. looks good, but then the sound sucks. I mean. Sound's always shit. The yeah. video is usually shit, unless they're, like, right real up, on, up yeah. on there. That's you what know, I'm like saying. First I've seen or second row. But on that, it's all garbage. Why if, the fuck are you recording that? If Boggs ever gets in gigs, I'm gonna go to his gig and stand there and fucking record it the whole time and God put it on our YouTube damn, channel. Man. I'm not <clears throat> ever inviting you to my gigs ever. Why, dude? I'll stand in front with a fucking lighter the whole time and keep shouting fucking play fucking pour some sugar on me, bitch. Woo! <laughs> it's gonna be that asshole that just <laughs> screams for the song that he wants. <laughs> just fuck everybody else. Every I shitty know ballad from the 80s. Yeah. I know you're doing uh, late 90s rock, <laughs> but I want pour some sugar on me. <laughs> Next song, you do Third Eye Blind. Pour sugar on me! <laughs> you love that, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh... <laughs> You've already done this song. I was going to say, you said the wrong thing. God damn it. Oh, this is... I don't have a whole lot of shit because we're actually finally going to do the topic that I promoted for the last two weeks, which is the police brutality, which I do want to point out, with all this stuff going on Ferguson, um, that's not on us because we were going to do the show before that shit happened, so I blame everybody in Ferguson for the bullshit going on right now. Like, if you're... I'm just saying if you're burned out on hearing about it... I'm sorry, that's not our Blame fault. Blame them, not us. Yeah, I mean, we, we had this <laughs> scheduled. That makes sense. We had this scheduled before that shit happened. So, uh, but anyway, um, th- now, like I said, this may be funnier for Eric. <clears throat> I don't know how into, like, college football and stuff you are, Boggs, but, uh, of course, college football season's about to start up again. Yeah. And uh, so. <laughs> I'm doodling again. Brett's going to hate me. So fucking Florida State. Okay, for anybody who doesn't, like I know we have like 10 people that listen to us outside the state, so this won't mean anything to you. But our, we, of course we have college football, and every year they have like a Player of the Year award, which is the Heisman Trophy. So last year the quarterback, um, Jameis, God damn you, Bugs, Jameis Winston for Florida State won the trophy. Yep. Now, Jameis Winston's had a few legal issues. Like, for instance, uh, back uh, in November last year, he was investigated for allegedly sexually assaulting, raping a young woman. Uh, then in April of this year, he stole some crab legs from a Publix store, which Publix is a grocery store that they have like in the East Coast and Florida and stuff. And then he was also, their news came out after this, that back in like 2012, he got in trouble on campus for shooting a pellet gun at, on campus. So he's had some run-ins with the law. He's had some issues. So Florida State thought it'd be a good idea to ask people if they had questions for Jameis Winston to go ahead and post them on Twitter with the hashtag, you know, Ask Jameis. And uh, that never goes wrong. So these are some of the questions that they received. And I'll start off with a couple of the lighter ones. We'll work our way up. So the first one was, does no mean yes? That was his first question he got. Then he got, are you better at picking up chicks who are half asleep or just completely comatose? Wow. Ouch. 
Um, the next one was, hey, Jameis, I know someone at Publix. I can get you free crab legs if you throw the game against Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, uh, this one was good. How many stiff arms did he throw to get out of the store without paying for those crab legs? <laughs> Ouch. They just keep getting better. Um, the next one was, what's easier to get rid of? Crabs you just lifted from a Publix or crabs you picked up from an unconscious chick you just banged? <laughs> Uh, let's see. After getting away with a high-profile rape and theft, what crime will you commit to complete your triple crown? Nice, nice. Uh, someone threw in a math question. <clears throat> this is good, you know, for a college-educated man. Jameis, you went 13-0 and on the football field and 2-0 and in the court system. What's your overall record? <laughs> <laughs> and then some of these are the, these are the last couple there. These are the, my favorite ones. Uh, you have the choice between crab legs. Uh, oh, wait. You have the choice of crab legs and a non-consenting woman. Which legs do you try and open first? <laughs> um, let's see. Who's a bigger role model, Kobe Bryant or Ben Roethlisberger? Wow. <laughs> I love it. That's just throwing three people under the wow. bus at once. And then uh, this one's more of a football question. So, I mean, we need to take it back. Football, that's what he is. Um, what's more difficult to evade, a rape charge or Auburn's defense? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what happens when you open up fucking Twitter to people to ask questions to somebody. So, yeah, never yeah, do that again, Florida State. Yeah. It was a big, big mistake on your part. Well, especially for something like somebody like that <laughs> who's obviously had some uh, issues in the past. I just uh, I thought that was one of the funniest things I've seen on Twitter in some time. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, there's so many more. I just tried to pick out a few of the different ones. Most There's a lot of crab leg questions for some reason. A lot of crab legs and spreading of legs questions in there. Opening, opening. Opening, spreading, you know. A lot of talk about unconscious women. <laughs> I don't know, know what that's all about, but... So, do you guys have any fun stuff? You got any stories, Boggs, you want to talk about? No. <laughs> None. You, you son of a bitch. Do you guys want to get into the topic, or do you want me to give you this other golden nugget that I have? This is a doozy. You guys are going to like this. Let's go ahead and do that before we get into the topic. Do you like dead people, Boggs? No. Do you like sex? <laughs> so, and... um. Hamilton County, Ohio, a man named Kim, Kenneth Douglas confessed to having sex with the corpses of three women while he was employed at the county morgue. Uh, when he was asked how many other corpses he had sex with, he replied with, I don't know, it could be a hundred or so. <laughs> so, you want to count the red flags on this guy? He said that he would arrive at work high or drunk and molest, and molest the bodies of the victims okay, when left an alone three. with them on the night shift. Quote, I would go and get on top of them and pull my pants down, he said. His wife testified that she informed Douglas's supervisors that when she picked him up from work, he often reeked of sex and alcohol. <laughs> I would think it'd be more like formaldehyde and alcohol, but I get it. Let's see where she's going. So Douglas, how he is eventually caught was that um, he abused one of the bodies of a murder victim. And uh, after he had his way with it, when they were doing the autopsy on it, they found the semen. So they went to the actual murderer, and they tried to pin him for 
raping her too. I guess they wanted to get that call, that charge on there. He's like, hey, dude. He goes, I didn't fucking. He goes, yeah, I killed her. I mean, but what kind of an animal do I look like? Like I fucking rape her too. <laughs> so they uh, went and took the semen and did the test on it and found out that it didn't belong to him, and that because it was fairly fresh. <laughs> And there had been some lingering, um, you know, things going on that they thought maybe Douglas is a little bit strange. Let's go get him tested. And then that's how they found out when it matched uh, old Douglas. So then he had to confess. You know how many years he got in prison for fucking over 100 corpses, Boggs? Hmm. Eight. Three years. Damn it. Three years. So if you rape a live woman... You get suspended for like four games in football. <laughs> no, that's if you punch her in the fucking face, dude. No, that's only two games. Yeah, two games. Yeah, you're probably right. Four games for a rape. Yeah. But um, if you if they're dead, three years. That's it. It's not too bad. Hundred. You get to bang a hundred fucking uh, corpses. Only get three years. I love it. There's a. I got this article and there's a couple comments at the bottom. No risk of pregnancy either. Yeah, the two I liked most was um, dead means no. <laughs> so I got that. And then my favorite one was Jesus, women aren't even safe when they're dead. <laughs> Genius. Oh, That's true. I know. It's just a fucking God damn shame. Damn. Can't even fucking die. And this is why just cremate me, please. Just cremate me. So you don't get raped in the butt? Yes. <laughs> that's that's the weirdest reason to get cremated. You know what I'm really terrified of? Getting raped when I'm dead. Yeah. I'm not going to care. I just don't want totally torture me forever. <laughs> you don't that want those pictures on the internet. Oh, you know, I don't want my dead corpse being fondled <laughs> and mangled with. <laughs> I mean, it is weird, but I mean, when I die, I don't, I don't give a shit what happens to my body. I really don't care. You don't care if someone defiles your body if they get naked and get on top of you. I mean, it's it's weird. I, I wouldn't promote it, but I mean, I don't I don't give a shit. I'm dead. Sucking on your dead wing. I'm, oh, I'm dead. Why Why would I care? And you know what the fucked up thing is? He might like, give you herpes, sucking the blood off of it too. I'm dead. Who cares? <laughs> he cares if he gets herpes. Yeah. No, well, I was gonna say, can he get turtle herpes? Is that communicable or? I don't know. I mean, There's we have no to do a lot. Thing. We have to do a lot of research on that because at that point, it's like, well, can you? Are you still a carrier when you're dead? That's or true. Does the does it just like go dormant because the host is dead? It, I'm not di- sure. it dies with your soul. Yeah. Turtle herpes that Eric's carrying. <clears throat> well, you see, your logic is flawed because I don't have soul. So. <laughs> so what, how would that work? I want to start a metal band that's called Love Child Turtle Herpes. Because I gotta imagine when you die, like you. I mean, you're going to die with a stiffy, most likely, unless you're in the middle of fucking, you know... Even then, I think... Uh, doing the dirty deed. Blood flow would... Yeah. So, just it just wrinkles up, and then if you get rigor mortis, then it's all fucking, like, little and crooked and hard <laughs> and weird. I don't know how the fuck that works. What, what are you talking about? Well, I was thinking, like, this is a dude doing it, but I'm thinking, like, if a woman wanted to fucking fuck corpses... She wouldn't be able to do that. Maybe with the rigor mortis, but then the the wiener's not going to be fucking erect. It's going to be sagging and curved and hard. And I think weird. the only way that she could would be like to put a strap on on the body and to just fucking just go yeah. to town. That's not as much fun. And that's though. not nearly as weird after you think about it. <laughs> that's not as, <laughs> it's not like, as weird. Oh, you just, you just, what? How is that just, not as weird? You just use the body as like a table at that point. <laughs> <laughs> 
And she's like, what? It was the perfect size for the table no, to no, raise the thing, and then I could ride the thing. Because it has everything to do then... with the body. Otherwise, she would have gone to other means yeah. to do it. That's what I'm saying. It's... I mean, I guess it's still weird if she's, like, spitting in his face and rubbing her cunt against his face and wow. his nose and stuff. And Wow. <laughs> I mean, just... No shit, dude. Does, does she talk to him? That's the other thing. Oh, yeah, you fucking dead guy. Like, what do you say to that? I don't know, sir. I don't know what you would say to that. Yeah, you rigor mortis in my cunt. Oh, like, what? What? Use I don't the know fingers how to. to oh, play. yeah. <laughs> and God. then it snaps off. Oh, oh, that's so weird. Oh, my God, that's, dude. That's think the, about that. What if it? What if she did get a dinner and she's just fucking going to town and it just breaks off? And then okay, she's okay. like, Enough blood. Enough. How do you Enough. explain that to this your time superiors? To move on. How do you yes. explain that to your superior? You pull like, your pants and it's all on. bloody right there. Like, well, I'm on my period. Uh, gotta uh, go. I don't know why his hands are missing. This is Later. terrible. This is a terrible conversation. I do feel worse about myself. All right, if you're still listening. Hey, girls. Um, our topic <laughs> is police brutality. Mm, yes. Uh, I'll let Michael start this one off. Um, I just... Like I said, we'll do Ferguson shit. We don't have a choice. I, I did a little background because for me personally. You want to go into some stats first? Um, we go into the Ferguson stuff? I will. I just got a couple little things I wanted to kind of go over and then we can do stats. Do you have some, you got statistics on some of that stuff. We'll let you do that. Um, like for me being 40, like I was in high school, like when the Rodney King thing happened. So for me, that was like the first time I was really exposed to cops really going overboard and fucking like, or is in a public view where you could see it, you know? But um, kind of like looking back, it's, I mean, of course, that's bullshit. I mean, I know that anybody who knows anything about history knows you go back civil rights. And before that, I mean, it's always been kind of a way. Oh, yeah. There's been a, a certain level of it. Um, but just kind of doing some historical research because we're here to educate and we haven't been doing that lately. I'm here to, <laughs> we've, been, we've been a little bit off. Um, but I found the first time that police brutality was used as a terminology was in the New York Times back in 1893 because a cop like went off and beat the shit out of some civilians. So in the article, they first termed the coin or coined the phrase, you know, police brutality. And um, kind of like looking back on it, like when it really, the biggest problem started having with police, um, like using excessive force and kind of going ab- above their means and stuff and doing all unlawful practices was like um, during prohibition. Because, you know, you had all the people with the fucking illegal stilleries and the little, what would you call the, the fucking little hide bars and stuff? What do they call them? The, oh, fuck, I can't even remember. I'm such an idiot. But, the, like, they had the hidden bars and stuff. The speakeasies. Speakeasies, People, people yeah. would go to the fucking speakeasies and stuff. Jesus Christ. Um, but, you know, the police, I mean, there was no search and seizure or fucking warrants and all this shit. I mean, people, yeah, they just they fucking just break, break in. break the doors down, take the caskets, take just shit, dump them out in the middle of the road. people's asses. Just do yep. whatever they had to do. So... Under um, when President Hoover got in office in the late 20s, early 30s, he set up a thing called the Wickersham Commission. And uh, basically that was just to go over police practices and stuff because of all these cases that they had had come before the courts. And because of um, the findings of that commission and then a case uh, called Brown versus Mississippi, that's what kind of helped usher in the whole uh, due process law, the 14th Amendment that that stemmed from those that investigation from the commission stuff. So that's kind of like when there's really like a first eye put on like, you know, we need to kind of put some, you know, restrictions on the cops and what they can do and stuff. 
Um, and then of course, like I said, in the civil rights movement in the sixties and stuff, there's just tons of fucking incidents. I mean, the Selma to Montgomery March. I mean, there's lots of pictures of all the fucking beatings that took place on that. Of course, in Birmingham, you, you know, you always see the old videos of the dogs being released on the people in the hoses and all that shit. And, yep. Um, of course, then you had the more mili- those were the peaceful demonstrations led by like Martin Luther King. Then you had the Black Panthers and stuff, which were a little bit more militant, which kind of take away from some of the good, which I, we'll get into when we get to the Ferguson thing too and stuff, where they fought the fucking cops. So you had, you know, dozens of members of the Black Panthers dying. They took out, you know, dozens of the police, and it was a whole fucking fiasco. And then because of that, you know, they put some more laws in place and. After the civil rights movement and civil rights act came in, there's a lot of restrictions put on, and more shit went into kind of putting um, rules into laws. Like you know how we have like the Miranda rights and little things like that kept building up throughout the years. And then, like I said, the Rodney King issue was like the first one that I saw, and that was that one kind of blew up in the media and stuff and put it uh, because it's the first time like on videotape, you know, something like that was caught. Uh, whereas now, you know, it's like anytime something happens, you can go on fucking Google and type in police brutality and you're just going to find hundreds and hundreds of incidents where cops are, you know, fucking whacking people. I mean, it's not just, I mean, I know the racial component's huge, but I mean, you're going to find black cops beating black guys, beating white guys, white guys beating white guys and fucking black guys. And make, I mean, it's across the board. It's just these fuckers, when they think that they can get away with shit, it's amazing. The testosterone that you fucking see blown forth. Um, but I mean, and then we'll kind of get into today's stuff, but if you want to kind of go through statistics, I just wanted to kind of point that that's where it kind of stemmed from. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have uh, a ton of statistics. I just had some recent things that came out, uh, that the FBI, they've, uh, reached a conclusion that the, uh, local police on a local police level, uh, they kill about 400 people a year. Mm-hmm. Um, the most damning of the statistics that I saw was when you look at, uh, under 21, 18% of those that are killed are blacks that are under 21 that's versus 8.7 that are white they did a study last year that showed that every 28 hours in the united states a a cop kills a black um man woman child just a black person so innocent usually that's pretty damning um some other things that were pretty interesting and uh i'm we'll get into it with the Ferguson stuff, but a lot of people have been talking about the uh, militarization of our local police forces. So because of the war on drugs in the eighties, uh, the federal government supplied local state police forces with military grade weaponry to clamp down on drug trafficking and other crime. Um, obviously after nine 11, that accelerated exponentially, um, coinciding with the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, where they had billions in surplus of military equipment that they shared to state and local governments. Um, Since 2006, according to New York Times, uh, police departments have acquired 435 armored vehicles, 533 planes, 93,763 machine guns, and 432 mine-resistant armored trucks, because you know local police really need mine-resistant armored trucks. <laughs> um, so uh, overall, since Congress established it, uh, its program to transfer military hardware to local uh, state and police departments, uh, they have received $4.3 billion worth of equipment, um, a total of which 5% is unused. Never been used before in combat or not even like for testing or anything. Um, 
according to the value of military equipment used by the police agencies, has increased from $1 million in 1990 to $324 million in 1995 to $450 million in 2013. So, if you look across national averages, most places crime rates have fallen. So, these offices are looking for ways to use this equipment because it's just sitting there. And what do most guys, and let's just face it, most police officers are men. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. I'm not saying I agree with it or disagree with it. That's just the reality of it. Um, guys are idiots when it comes to <laughs> new toys that they can't touch, you know? So they will find any excuse. Um, so according to the ACLU, I know Fox News is like favorite uh, union. Um 79% of SWAT deployments from 2011 to 2012 were for search warrants. Mm-hmm. And anybody who knows anything about SWATs, they use those military-grade equipments. They use machine guns. They use armored vehicles. They use all that great stuff. Um, obviously, this is a massive overreaction to a search warrant. You're using military-grade equipment on a search warrant. I'm going to interject Which can cause quick. injury and death easily. And on top of that, can escalate a situation exponentially because I'm interject on the that showing you, of such force. I was watching this show. Uh, I think it was called Dallas SWAT, believe it or not. <clears throat> but on the note of like new, using your new toys and stuff, <laughs> this is awesome. They wanted to like they wanted to bust a barn for like some sort of drug use thing. So their plan of attack was Team B would come through their little back door, and Team A would rappel over their roof into like their windows and the front door and things. They wanted to rappel into the roof. This is a one-story building. Just walk up to the door. Got to have coverage, man. Motherfucker. No. no. Like they're they're gonna see you come up to the building. Like yeah. they they just like climbed up on no. top of the roof and then rappelled down one floor. I can't wait till that happens to you one day. Speaking of those uh, SWAT raids, I'll let you finish. But just uh, you might even have this number. But they had a stat on that, like you said, the ACLU and the, actually I think this is from the University of Kentucky. They put the, the study together that they said that SWAT raids uh, went from around three thousand a year that they had annually in the eighties to now they're having over fifty thousand a year. <laughs> it's like you said they've got the toys they want to play with them. yeah crime rate's gone down so what else are they going to do mm -hmm. they get bored they see all this shiny equipment sitting in their lockers and they're like eh, let's use this guys I know we're just going on a routine warrant but let's just go anyway yeah what'd you say was it six, how many were for warrants like 60 uh, 79% 79% or for search warrants. And, and I mean, easy for dr probably drug searches. Yeah, it's it is probably. I mean that it, that sounds like a big uh, number, uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it's probably for drugs and maybe some other things that might need that kind of show of force. Uh, but I know that there's probably a decent percentage in there that's just a simple search warrant, and they're mm -hmm. just using this military grade equipment just because. Um, but there's uh, dozens of examples if you go on the internet and you just search for anything that has to do with uh, these SWAT searches where, you know, they have children that die accidentally. They have accidental deaths because of uh, the equipment that they're using. There is one I just saw on the news. Actually, I read it today um, where Georgia, there's a family suing the police. I, I don't remember what they broke in for, but they did that. They busted into a house and they threw in um, like 
fuck. I, not, I don't know if it's like a, some type, I don't know if it's a flashbang grenade or something, but there is a small girl in there and it fucked her up. And so they're suing to try and make, because yeah. they just, they don't even give a shit. They don't pay attention or nothing. They just, they don't find out if there's oh, yeah. children in the house or anything. They just barge in. Yep. So she got injured. And of course, now they're trying to get the city to fucking pay for medical bills and stuff. And it got declined. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it happened in Detroit. They, they rushed in uh, under a search warrant. They used flashbangs and ballistic shields. And then when a resident tried to grab one of the officer's gun, it discharged and it killed a seven-year-old. I mean, this shit happens. Well, that's a little bit different if the dude grabbed for the gun. Yeah, but he's disoriented. And I, I think the... He, he thought he was grabbing his wiener. I think the instance was he was trying to gain Ooh. composure. And he oh yeah, grabbed the gun and discharged and killed a seven-year-old. Yeah, when I was in the service, like you have to go through the gas chamber thing because they want you to test yeah. out your gas mask. So I've had that shit before. So I know it's like, it's, it's terrible. I mean, as soon as you take a deep breath of it and you get in your eyes, I mean, like your eyes will just tear up and you just get real snotty and you're like gasping for air. I mean, you really, you can't, you're just fucking like, fuck, fuck. You know, you can't open your eyes and you can't breathe. It's, it sucks, man. It's no fucking joke. So... And, like, we only had to do it for a few seconds. We were able to get the fuck out of Dodge. Let us come out, you know. Um, oh, I don't know on the stats for the SWAT thing, too. I, I don't think you mentioned this. This is from the ACLU, too. They estimated that about 61% of the SWAT-level raids are, involve either um, black or Latino suspects. And it's, okay, here's the thing. 68% were for drug searches. Um, only 38% of the raids were um, involved for straight-up for white suspects. So it is heavily disproportionate. And just to uh, lay the case a little bit more, um, police officers are not the shining beacon of perfection. They make mistakes. They're human, just like all of us. They have sometimes issues themselves that they grapple with and deal with. Um, They may also have stress-induced situations, maybe some clinical problems, hell maybe some drug or alcohol problems you never know Mm -hmm. uh but they are not completely perfect they're definitely fallible and there's plenty of examples of that and actually there's a lot of recent examples of that uh for example in virginia there was a sheriff's deputy um who shot his 16 year old in the gut as she was sneaking back into their house while he was getting ready to work he thought that she was an intruder grabbed his personal pistol not his work pistol but grabbed his personal pistol and approached the noise that he heard because it was I believe a garage door alarm that tripped so he went to go investigate and then he saw a shadowy figure walking towards him and instead of talking to the shadowy figure or telling it that it he had a gun he just shot and then when he heard her voice he recognized oh shit that's my 16 year old daughter oops <laughs> so um that is a big oopsie. Um, then you also have uh, some wonderful people uh, from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Married couple. Uh, they are uh, veterans of the Tulsa, Oklahoma Police Department. They were arrested in connection with a failed shooting of a 19-year-old man who was walking with their daughter. Uh, so apparently the father was tailing his daughter, saw her walking with some guy, uh, approached them in his vehicle, and the guy... Uh, well, the girl went over and started talking to her dad because she recognized his car and was like, hey, what the hell are you doing here? And then the gentleman went over and was kind of introducing himself. Hey, I'm your daughter's boyfriend or whatever. 
And then, according to witnesses, there was an argument, and he shot him and then bolted. And then his wife, who is also a police officer, tried to harbor him. So now she is under uh, murder after the fact, accessory to murder after the fact, and he's arrested for uh, murder as well. Um, So that's another wonderful story about uh, some police officers doing great things in your community, Um, just hunting down people that date their daughter, (laughs) you know. Because that's the natural thing to do when you find out somebody's dating your daughter, right? I think the thing about it, too, is <clears throat> the culture. I think, and this is why, like, you'll see these fucking riots break out. Or you see this, like, what you're kind of seeing in Ferguson now a little bit. Is um, not only the fact that the police are doing this. And it's pretty frequent. I mean, you're having, I think. Frequent? Frequent, sorry. <laughs> it's pretty frequent. It's frequent. <laughs> I just got to see, guys. I really think it's frequent. Hold on a second. Cunts, <laughs> both both of you. So Did it you happens a lot. The, the thing is, goddamn cocksuckers. <laughs> um, I think there's they're saying that like on uh, average, statistically speaking, there's about five thousand plus incidents that take place every year of you know brutality among police. Five thousand is that just statistically? And um, <laughs> the thing about it is, it's not just the fact that these happen. I think what's so frustrating to people is that these cops rarely ever see a courtroom much less see a conviction for oh fuck yeah they never see the courtroom so uh maybe we should have a song before uh one we get into ferguson one motherfucking air Uh, let me get this out you fucking cunt (laughs) don't worry you'll you'll get to you'll get to uh make no shut up let me let me do this real fast i just want to kind of point that this is just i I just want to make kind of a case about how you know little times that these cops get in trouble so they kind of broke this down. They did a study on it. And um, this is uh, Cato Institute pulls all these numbers together. I was telling these guys. Uh, Cato Institute, it's kind of an actual right-leaning um, think tank. But they have a site. It's like policebrutality.net or whatever. And, and they document everything on I know. They document everything that happens all the time. So you can go in there and see update. I mean, there's just, you know, eight cases a day, ten cases a day that they show on there. So... They did this study and they broke it down by states on um, prosecutions and conviction rates for police officers. And the average is about um, anytime these cops have one of these incidents, they get, you know, called out for brutality, a sexual assault, whatever the case is, you know, where they go above and beyond in their call of duty. Uh, about 20% of the time, they'll actually be prosecuted for it on average, 20%. So only one out of five even gets prosecuted, and the conviction rates are even lower. Like, for instance, the lowest state is Alaska, only 14% conviction rate. So only one in five incidents even gets prosecuted, and only 14% of that 20% will ever serve any time. And it's, like, on average, they're talking about maybe it'll be a couple years, you know, depending on what it is. I mean, it's very little. And, um, like, the highest conviction rate was, like, in the 30 percentile. That's it. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a difference. And I'll, I'll say this. If you want to go after a cop for doing something to you, don't go to fucking uh, Washington, D.C., uh, Washington State, Alaska, um, Georgia. Those are like the worst ones. Like, they can fuck you up and nothing will happen to them just by the statistics I've seen. So, stay out of those states and, uh, you know, you got a little bit of a chance that if you get your ass beat, you might be able to do something about it. So, you want to play your fucking song, go ahead. And then I want to talk about rape. Whoa. Cop rape. Not cock rape. Cop rape. Oh. 
Not cock dead, rape? Not dead cock rape. <laughs> Rigor mortis rape. <laughs> It's a shame, a shame I can't show it And I see it, I can see it now But I'm so far below it Don't wanna, don't wanna talk about it Well I say why not, don't wanna think about it I say there's got to be some good reason for your little black backpack Up smack, turn around, he's on his back and don't wanna tangle with you I'd rather tangle with him I think I'm gonna bash his head in This shouldn't concern you except that Just don't expect to get your bloody black backpack back I can What about that Don't you understand And I Sense you It's something sensual But it's less than I planned Don't wanna Don't wanna talk about it I say why not Don't wanna think about it I say there's got to be some good reason For your little black backpack Up smack, turn around, he's on his back And don't wanna tangle with you I'd rather tangle with him I think I'm gonna bash his head in This shouldn't concern you except that Just don't expect to get your bloody black backpack back you're trying to find a reason for the way you feel tonight Your mind is lined with layers of lead Have you heard one thing that I said? Talk about it. I say why not? Don't wanna think about it. I say there's got to be some good reason for your little black backpack. Up smack, turn around, he's on his back and don't wanna tangle with you. I'd rather tangle with him. I think I'm gonna bash his head in. This shouldn't concern you except that. Get your bloody black backpack back Don't wanna tangle with you I'd rather tangle with him I think I'm gonna bash his head in This shouldn't concern you except that Just don't expect to get your bloody black backpack back Okay, so rape? What was that? Oh, yeah, rape uh, not really rape so much. God, any song here sucks because there's never like a crowd reaction. It's just like, you know. <sighs> okay, that's it. Go we on. We can. We'll fix that. 
I'll come. We'll we'll get a crowd reaction <laughs> for you next time. <laughs> It'll be like on Twitter, and everybody's gonna troll the shit. I mean, be like, "You fucking suck, you cock sucking bitch." No, tweet. No, 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 no. We'll come up with something. Um, no, the other thing is like, I mean, of course, we. Every, it's a different kind of performance, though. It's not like, <clears throat> you know, you're not like really playing for us. You're playing for yes. our audience. It's like if you go into like recording artists go in the studio, you're fucking cutting an album, dude. Yeah. So you just have to hope that the people that listen to the podcast enjoy it. Yeah. Old '90s songs from my youth. Hey, you never know. It breaks up the monotony. It kind of you know gives them a little something different to listen to. It's it's definitely different from every other podcast that I've heard. Time to go take a bathroom break. But oh, Boggs yeah. is playing a song. I can go uh, take a piss um, now. Get a good go get damn, a beer. Damn, that's happening. No, but I've you never, know that's happened. It might have. People, I don't know. Jerk off break. Um, that's what you guys did. You're like checking your phones, assholes. I was not. I was posting to fucking Vine. Actually, that is true. I just got Vined. So people can go to Vine and they that can sounds... see Boggs playing a little bit. Sounds a little weird. You got Vine. I just got Vine. <laughs> well, as long as it's by, by Michael, by me, and not the cops, because. Everybody thinks about, you know, brutality at the cops. They think about, you know, fucking getting out the billy clubs or just shooting people six times in the fucking middle of the street. Before um, you keep going, I just want to I just want to tell you that, that was actually a really good segue. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Okay, enough silence. Anyway, so the sexual, Damn. Uh, or, fuck, the second most frequent type, frequent, frequent I said it right, frequent, <laughs> fucking cocksucker, type of reported abuse from police officers is sexual abuse. People don't realize this, but statistically, statistically, I said that correctly too, I wasn't looking at you, you son of a reason. bitch, uh, twice as likely that law enforcement officer will commit a sexual assault when compared to an average citizen. So, a Police officer is twice as likely to touch your fucking naughty parts than just uh, fucking a priest. I'll have to remember that next time I'm getting frisked. You think that most so, police officers are priests? Undercover, they won't know. Like you take off their uniform and it's got the little they collar, got the collar underneath shit. it. And then you take that and off a rosary. and it's a rapist. Then it's a, huh. cl- a clown outfit. So uh, officers then, who, then were, a mime. who were reported for sexual misconduct, 51% of the cases also involved minors. Ooh, shit. Now these are these, like That's I said. These are stats from the Cato Institute. So these are legitimate statistics. This isn't just I mean from the information that they could obtain because you know how some uh, places they kind of hide this information. It makes it a little bit difficult. You realize that that's kind of the point too is that those are still have you know statistical errors just because there are cases that yeah. won't get reported. So oh certainly because it's I mean actually higher than that probably so. it's probably actually a lot higher if you think about it because if if you think about People that don't, uh, you know, like rat out their teachers or anything like that. The, the main reason is because they're an authoritative figure mm-hmm. and they're afraid of the consequence of ratting out that authoritative figure. Yeah. And then you're talking about what our society deems pretty much the highest authority. Yeah. Police officers who enforce the laws. Um, did you ever watch the movie Crash? Uh, which one? The the David Cronenberg weird sexy time crash or the, <laughs> no, time. the one about okay. like the one about racism? And yes. Yeah, that one. I just wanted to throw in David Cronenberg's name. Because he did do a movie called Crash. I think I've already mentioned it on this podcast once before. I don't know why. Probably a long time ago. But yeah, it's a really weird-ass movie where people get turned on by car crashes. And they'll like purposely wreck their car and then bang the shit out of each other. That's true. I remember you talking about that. I do remember you talking about that. fucking weird. It wasn't the crash that we were thinking of. No, that's not not this kind of crash. So this is also the second time that you've brought up the movie Crash. It is. The racist one. That's because this one comes up with a police officer who pulls over a black guy. 
And uh, oh yeah, and then he like uncomfortably frisks his wife in front of yeah, him. Oh, fing- yeah, yeah. He finger fucks his wife. That was in, in a boner. <laughs> I get turned on by rape. Just end the show. That's all we needed to what? hear. Really. That was that was pretty much a wrap on the entire show. Uh, <laughs> Why, dude? Why you fucking don't like black women? You racist son of it a bitch. It has nothing to do with that. It's, she, she, it's the I fact mean, that she just as uncomfortable as gets that scene is. And, she is a really, really attractive woman. Yeah, that was hot, oh, dude. Yeah, she was. She's really, really cute. She was way hot. But yeah, that that's chick. that seems don't very bring uncomfortable. up that episode that I seems said. Very, very uncomfortable. Really terrible. What episode? What are you talking about? Doesn't matter. Was anyway, there a specific so specific type of woman <laughs> that you said that you didn't understand why they were attractive. I, I, I think I might still have that clip from oh, the opener. I don't know. Let's not relive me drunk as fuck. It's okay. I'm not you. I'm not going to play it on air. Oh, no. We should pull that Shots up. Shots fired, apparently. Go find, go find should, I, should I get the Florida theme for that, too? Uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh. to Florida. Where the cops will finger fuck your wife and then shoot you. Whoa. Oh, whoa was right. Anyway, did you have a point? Yeah. What was yeah, point? That, that was the point about like the molestation thing. Is oh. A lot of times, I'm not even sure that it's like a... You know, like when people, like when you rape someone, it's a lot about control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's a exactly lot of them feel that that's psychological. That's exactly what it's about. For, for him, it's like just a, another way that they can control you as far as the officers demeaning you. Because it's like, hey, I need to search you. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was kind of what he was doing. Was just like, and it was like, that one, for that particular case, it was just hatred. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was a racist bitch. He was a racist bitch. Well, then you never can tell. Sometimes people hide things in their anal cavities. You have to do a thorough search and make sure. Are we, we going to talk about Ferguson ass. now? Oh, yes. God damn it. Sure. Why, why God damn it? Because it's, it's just, sometimes, it's honestly, it's really funny that we talked about doing police brutality two weeks ago and then Ferguson happened. Well, but here's. It's happening currently. Okay. It is happening currently. Concurrently so, with the show. Anybody who's not informed of Ferguson. Yeah, what is Ferguson? Tell us. Uh, so there was this lovely a young gentleman. Huh? Nothing. The Fergusons? Yeah. The Fergusons. Ah. The Fergusons. What the hell is the cop's name? Uh, Darren Wilson? I'm probably wrong. I thought wrong. that was a basketball player. I don't know. That's Darren Williams. <laughs> Never mind. I think it's Darren Wilson. It's a real Have they actually released it yet? Sound name. Yes. Yeah. Well, they had to release it because uh, Anonymous hacked their computers and released it. Whoops. And they also released information like the cop waited uh, about, I can't remember how long he waited, but he waited a very extended amount of time before he called it in. And the only reason he did is because a dispatcher came out and was talking about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, that uh, was me. (coughs) (laughs) It was me. Just kidding. So... Um, gentleman, uh, Michael Brown. Michael Brown was a kid that got shot. Uh, he was walking with a friend, and they were walking down the middle of the road. Not exactly the brightest idea, but hey, Jay that's, walking. That's what they were doing. That's a punishable by death. So then the cop, I can't remember his name. Um, Darren something. Darren something. We'll we'll find <laughs> it here in just a little bit because I am going to talk more about him. Officer Whitey. Officer, yeah, <laughs> Officer Whitey. Um, what, are you, what are you Negro boys doing in the street? Yelled at them to get out of the road, and they said something back to him, and then he got the car like right up next to him. And there's three witnesses that saw this, so mm-hmm. it's been corroborated by multiple sources. 
Uh, obviously, we haven't heard anything from the cop yet. He's in hiding, and he's not even arrested yet. Um, Got to do an investigation So first. he pulls his car right up next to him, and then he proceeds to grab Michael Brown and pull him into the car uh, through the window, which then there's a little scuffle, and then there's a shot fired. At that point, Michael Brown gets himself free and just starts running, at which point the cop gets out of his car and starts shooting. And then Michael Brown stops what he's doing because he got hit again. He got shot twice by this point. Turns around, puts his hands in the air, and says, stop shooting. And then the cop proceeds to shoot him again, I believe, five more times. He shot him six times. Shot him six, so then it was four times. Two times in the head. Um, Got to make sure. Yeah. And then the cop didn't report the incident until... Somebody else had already called in the incident. Incident, so he wasn't even talking to his dispatcher. You gonna fuck with him? He just messed up incident. You're not gonna fucking rip on him, you son of a bitch. And then Ugh. the police force decided to leave the body out for I think it was a little over an hour without covering it up or anything. Well, to be fair, um, they didn't want to take it to the morgue right away because they didn't want the body getting raped. <laughs> <They're still> <laughs> Jesus. They're still trying to <laughs> compile some evidence from the scene. <laughs> I've got four jokes, but I just don't I don't know how I feel Sorry, about that. Sorry, that was that was a poor taste. That was pretty poor. So you're gonna get hit up by Twitter again. After the fact, there obviously was a ma- massive protest because this kid did obviously nothing wrong. Uh, I mean it that that's one of those things where you don't know exactly here's the thing. Because they're saying that he's he, an unarmed kid. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the cop instigated the situation, went to him, pulled him into his car. Well, that's that's one of those things. It's this is still kind of like you know. You're saying so a cop grabs you, you just need to go limp noodle and let him do whatever the fuck he wants to do. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is nobody knows exactly what happened. There's some witnesses, but you know, it's like distance and this fucking friend. I mean, I don't know. It, this is one of those things where. I don't really know exactly what happened. Nobody knows the whole fucking routine. But when it comes down to it, he shot the fucking kid six times. Even if the kid attacked him and then tried to get away, which is the witness account that the kid was trying to get away. I think that it's like he took the couple shots on the fucking kid and wounded him. There was no need to continue the fire. So I don't know what led up the whole uh, events and everything, but yeah, there's no doubt that I think he took it just a couple steps too far. But there's like a video of him out there, like um, beforehand, like maybe going to like a store, stealing some cigars. They've or something. tried to pin it on him. They can't pin that on him. Well, they've tried to pin a couple of things on him that I've seen. The, it's, like, it's cops trying to do whatever they possibly can no, to I, make it to where this cop's absolved. Not only that, but the cop didn't even know about any kind of robbery incidents before that. Yeah, I mean, so that's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Even if he did rob the the liquor store, does it matter in this particular instance? No, no, no. Like, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, it's not like you can't say that this kid wasn't doing anything. Oh, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know the kid, so I don't really that's know. What I'm saying. It's the like, only thing I do know I don't is want to that put he was like walking that. down the middle of the street, which is ill-advised. Yeah. And he was unarmed and running away from somebody shooting at him yeah. and then turned around and said, don't shoot. Yeah. And now there is, <laughs> there is witnesses that say that. And the guy continued to fucking fire. And that's, that's that what I do know for sure. And that's the problem. That's where, okay. Yeah. As soon as the kid puts his fucking hands up and stops and the cop keeps shooting, that's when it becomes a murder. It goes from being just fucking shoddy police work to begin with to flat out fucking murder. By the murder way, did I already say point. this guy's not been arrested? 
Like I said, dude, cops, they don't get fucking arrested. You know why? Because if they get arrested and they have to go before the jury system and stuff or go before the system anyway whatsoever, it can only go wrong two ways. First of all, if he's committed, if he's found guilty, it makes the whole department and the justice system look bad that you have people, cops out there doing that shit. And then if they go before the system and they get let off, much like Rodney King, where those cops... I mean, it's on video. They're just beating the fucking hell out of him. Everybody saw pictures of him afterwards, how fucking destroyed he looked. And then those cops went before trial, and they were all acquitted of it. And then you had the fucking riots break out. So it, it, it can never go good. Like, putting them on trial never can go good. That's why they just kind of drag this shit out and drag it out, and then they finally, like, release him from the force, or they put him on fucking paid leave, and we're looking into the matter, and they just keep it until fucking media dies down and it goes away. This case is it's not going to happen, though. This one, something's going to have to happen. Because this isn't just like your normal run-of-the-mill yeah. fucking, let's just go out and kill fucking some unarmed fucking person, and we'll get away with it. So, after the fact, there were uh, riots and protests. Um, the riots were stupid. It was idiots robbing a QT um, and doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Um, which did subside for a little bit. Uh, but even after that... Uh, there were a couple days where there wasn't any looting going on, but police were still at a very high aggression state. Let's put it that way. They whipped out all of their military uh, equipment. The military military grade equipment. Um, Michael, that's great. They were using flashbangs, tear gas. Uh, they were also being extremely violent with uh, journalists mm-hmm. who were doing nothing but their job. Um, nothing that's illegal whatsoever. Um, th- let's see. I saw one video where a reporter was just filming, and then he filmed them tear gassing another journalist unit. I think it was Al Jazeera TV mm-hmm. that yep. they gassed, and they ran away. And then the cops went up and like tilted the cameras down and all that stuff. And then right after that, the guy gets pelted with a fucking uh, beanbag bullet because <laughs> he's recording it. There was also a siege at a McDonald's where uh, I believe it was a Huffington Post journalist and a couple of other journalists were just in a McDonald's chilling. And then the yes. police came in and said, everybody get the fuck out. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And then they started slamming people's heads on desks and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, and then I How think not to do police work. There yeah. were a few days of actual peace where they kind of said, you know, that we're going to stop doing this. And they weren't uniformed, like all geared up in the military grade equipment and all that stuff. Um, but then the violence came back and it's continued since then. Um, the National Guard has now been called out um, and the National Guard hasn't been able to do shit as far as quelling the violence. They failed. Um, what this shows you if you're a citizen of the United States, is what your state is willing to do to you, even if you're just protesting against something that they did to somebody in your community. Because, yes, there are looters. There are those bad people out there. But for the most part, most of these people are just protesting the way that this kid was treated, which was inhumane at least. And they are being bullied punished violently attacked because they disagree with the way that this officer handled his business well and the problem is and this is what we talked about a little bit before we started recording now i was saying to you guys it's much like 
you know, the Rodney King thing back in 91 where those cops got off and then everybody took to the streets and they just fucking thrashed Los Angeles. <clears throat> and it's like, you know, I understand people see these injustices, you get mad and stuff, but like I said, there's, with the overwhelming numbers, especially now with social media and the news agencies and stuff, you could start a mass movement and you can bring attention to something. The problem is before they really had a chance to shed light on this and kind of get their message out there, you do have a bunch of fucking numbskulls and they go out and they start rioting and looting and destroying shit. And all that does is that allows the fucking police to say, hey, let's fucking get our military gear out and fucking tanks and we can go out and just kick ass now because now we have a legitimate excuse to go out and do this stuff. And the thing is, it's like you get the media on your side because the story, like I said, you know, it goes from a simple stop to maybe slightly abuse of power to a fucking murder and it's out there for the open. All you gotta do is put the story out there, get the facts out, and you'll have everybody on your side. You could probably get justice moving in the right direction. But then you have a handful of, and I'll say fucking thugs. I know people get pissed off and say, oh, that's racist. No, it's like, you do. Those are fucking, those are fucking cretins, dude. It's not just fucking because they're, they're blacks. I mean, it's fucking, it doesn't matter, Hispanic, white, whatever. You go out and you start fucking tearing shit up and burn down your own fucking town to protest. It's like, what the hell? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yes, but it, it just, is idiotic. But I, he, I do completely agree. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not completely siding with them. But I'm saying, if you are a black guy in that community and a cop just literally gunned one of you down at that point what the fuck do you have to live for but the thi- when well, a cop can gun they- you down and not even be arrested for it i understand but the, like i said at that point it's like all right fuck it you get games over like let's let's do this shit but you know what if we're like, gonna fucking do it let's do it right but here's the thing like i was saying in the beginning when i was kind of going through that just the brief you know just kind of like bam 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 of this how fucking police brutality's kind of gone through the years the Civil Rights Movement, you had two factions. You had the Black Panthers, which were a militant group, and then you had like Martin Luther King and a peaceful group. Both of them took a fucking lot of abuse from cops. I mean, they're both brutalized. It's, yeah. But the thing is, Martin Luther King's faction never turned to violence. They kept pushing on with their peaceful message, and they helped make... I mean, Martin Luther King helped fucking write the Civil Rights Act with LBJ, and they got that passed, and they started making actual changes. Malcolm X never got those changes because he was militant and his faction was militant. And it's like you can't, as much as you might want to go out and just start fucking bashing heads together, you can't do that. Because when they go out and they do that riot, and, because then that's what the media focuses on then. It goes from what the real story is, this cop abusing his power, to look at these, this fucking, these people, what they're doing. They're just going out and they're just fucking tearing shit up and they're just using it for excuse for their own means so they can fucking steal and fucking pillage. And it's like you're, it's so counteractive to what you fucking need. And then it gives all the middle American fucking half racist fucking whiteies or fucking mid-level racist out there a chance to go, that is what fucking happens. So that's why these people act like that. That's why you got to fucking shoot them. You got to, I mean, it just, it's like, oh my God, man. Because, you know, we're post-racial. I understand that in this society because the Supreme Court said that and all the Republicans have said that. But still... You know, some people haven't got that message yet. And like I said, there's borderline people. And then as soon as they see those visuals, the kid, the innocent kid getting murdered means nothing anymore. Now it's just like these people are getting what they fucking deserve out there. And it just changes the narrative so fast. I agree. But I I don't think that looting, burning shit and all that is going to do any good. I, I completely agree. But I cannot help 
but try and put myself in their shoes and think about their situation. And you're talking about under, underprivileged people who are not getting any chance in society. They're not. I mean, you can't say that about all of them. I don't know the Ferguson area myself personally. I don't know where those people stand. So it's, I mean, I, I can't. The main issue with stereotypes is that they're based on some form of truth, and this is just going to fuel that exact persona. That's what I'm saying. And that's why Martin Luther King's movement was so goddamn good for, for black people in America is because, I mean, people would throw a fucking brick at him and hit him in the face, and he would get up and just walk off and, like, not oh, That's what I seen earlier, them. man. Like, they turn the hoses on him, let the yeah, fucking dogs like, loose on him, beat him with batons. I mean, they Because I, I really... Th- if, if, there weren't, if there weren't any loots at all... I agree, but, I mean, let's just say hypothetically that the government is pushing up against uh, some white... Uh, militia group you know you have the uh, ATF going out there and they're going to try and seize all their weapons do you, do you really think these people are just going to back down and they're not going to go violently I mean that hasn't stood the test of history since that's happened and they ended in a bloodbath I'm just saying like it's it's not it's not too off Except for the fact that it's not hoarding <clears throat> weapons, it's people protesting against uh, the disgusting act of a state employee, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can see. I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I I get what your your point is, and I think it's valid, and I think it's certainly playing out that way. You know what I mean? Like, I can I can understand that. I just don't think. Obviously, it's very smart. Um. But here, it doesn't really help your movement at all. Like it doesn't yeah. help trying to. It doesn't help making changes because like I, that I narrative is different now. Trying to get rid of the looting, trying to get rid of the demolishing and burning. I understand that. Do your police work in that? But you're going after Peaceful the protesters. protesters. Exactly. You're going after journalists. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, you're just waving your giant fucking status dick around and saying, you know what, I can do whatever the fuck I want mm-hmm. because I own your ass. I have a question. What is uh, what is the presidency said about this? Have they actually issued a statement or have they done I anything? I think the attorney general is supposed to head down there on tomorrow, which is Wednesday, whatever fucking day tomorrow is, August 20th. It's Wednesday. Um, yeah. So he's supposed to go down there and talk i don't know what the fuck's going on i mean the president's given a statement i mean evidently the thing this is where obama's in a bad position being our first black president because i know he wants to come out and say this shit is i mean it's it is it's heavily a racial thing and there's no doubt about it and i know he wants to come out and say this and he wants to say things but since he's president he's got a fucking temper so he's you know all about the calm like we just gotta let the facts come out but you know there's been overwhelming force blah 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 and we i mean he he did the typical political fucking statement and stuff, but you could read between the lines and just look at him and think, I know he's like, motherfuckers just keep doing this shit and doing this shit and they get away with it. I know what he well, wants I, to see, say. See, that's but. the thing I definitely think is just bizarre and fucking insane is that they would attack journalists, that they would attack, you know, the peaceful protesters It shows what on. a state of society does. But you know, the good, <clears throat> not to say it's a good thing, but the positive part about that is because of the riots and stuff happened the one night and then, you know, that was the narrative. The great thing is, after that, the people were smart enough to pull together and say, peaceful protest. You know, they would just walk around with their hands up, and they're doing their peaceful protests, like Eric said. 
But now the cops are still fucking launching yeah, tear gas. Yeah, they're still going after shoot them. them. They went after, like, I, like he was saying, they go after the press and stuff. So now the narrative changed back to look at these fucking militarized pieces of shit attacking these peaceful protesters. So they, they started to get the narrative on their side, and then they just fucked up and flipped it right back. And see, here's the thing. That's that, that fuck up there, if they're smart, if they want that movement to succeed, if they actually want justice for Michael Brown, Keep doing that. I think they're take I think the fucking tail kicking. They're, take they're the trying. They, they've changed. They're trying. They've been really good the last few nights. They had. I'm like telling one you, man. If that that will change the opinion, it's it's too hard to just be like, um, at what point do you just say stop? Because like right now, you know, as far as even my parents, man, like my dad is, he's just all for it. He's all for these police movements and yeah. these police. Until one of them I don't even know what else is. There's actually use, support groups for the fucking cop out there. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There's support groups for the cop that murdered somebody. Yeah, that poor cop. Are you fucking shitting me? They're raising money for him and his family for Are what? Are you fucking shitting me? His defense fund. It's <laughs> that's but it's a bunch of fucking Like you said, white, regardless of what racist. happened at the car. You know, that shit went down. The kid's running away from you and then he turns around and says stop and he puts his hands up. That's what I said. At that point, it's, it's, it's done. It's murder the after that. The instant is over and he continues that shows the kind of character that that guy had so as far as supporting him i'm sorry but if you are supporting him you're Ooh. just a fucking racist at this point man I, that you are stone cold a fucking racist to me it was bad enough but then when they the information came out i think it was just today i heard about it, or last night i can't remember i've been watching the news on and off about that you know it was six shots and then they specify that two of them were in the head i'm like okay Oh, fucking. That's pretty calculated. That's ridiculous. I mean, dude, and they did say, I mean, I did see the reports before and his friend, like I saw him on the news saying about, you know, he stopped and put his hands. There was another woman, too, that reported the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, I believe another person as well. So evidently he wasn't shot in the head at least one time at that point. So for fucking two shots in the head, it's like, oh, dude, I mean, it's that's it for me. It's like fucking case closed. There's no fucking other way to look at after that. That's a fucking simple. That's murder. Out fucking right. It may not be first degree because I'm sure I don't know if he pulled him over. I don't think he was pulling him over to fuck with him just so he could cap his ass. But it turned into that. I mean, that's the second degree murder charge. That's fucking 20 fucking years in the pen at least. Yeah, I can't remember what one of the support groups said, but it was something about to the extent of, you know, uh, police are part of our communities. They are fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, whatever, whatever. Um, and in these trying times, they need the support of the community just like now. It's like, like you know, what are you talking about? Like, you, know you the, fucking assholes. The problem is, and I understand, being a cop's a tough job. I mean, you guys know. I mean, when I first got out of the military, I tried out for the police force. I mean, I came real close to becoming a cop. I mean, I was just... Uh, I mean, if it wasn't for a rules change in the area I live with uh, the amount of college credits and stuff I needed to have at the time, I would probably, I don't know if I'd still be a cop, but I would have been a fucking cop. Um, now I, it, it makes my skin crawl to even think that I could have been a cop. I just fucking, I can't fucking stand most of them, but they're so douchey. But the thing is, it's like, I know there's really good ones out yeah, there. Yeah, they're not, they're not all bad. I mean, I mean, for sure. It's just like anything. You have, you're extreme. There's that fucking some 5% that are just the worst pieces of fucking shit ever. And there's no way on earth they should be walking around with any authority. And then you got fucking 5% that are just fucking the greatest goddamn people ever and do anything they can to actually help people out, which is what they're fucking supposed to do. And then you just got a bunch of them that are just there fucking doing their job and they could give less a shit. Like when I go to my job, I just want to go home and <laughs> it's over. I don't care. You know, and I understand that. But when you look at like stats and stuff, 
Like, back in 2012, they had 120 police officers died in duty. I mean, that's a lot, 120. But if you think about it in numbers and stuff, that's not so bad when you think about the numbers you brought up earlier. 400 a year. Were, yeah, four to 500. I'm saying as much as 500 are killed by cops every year. Innocent people that are accidentally killed in the line of fire, fucking in a raid or whatever the fuck happens. So, I mean, it's not like, it's like, I'm sorry that they died in line duty, but dude, it's not like they're not inflicting enough damage of their own on the fucking public. And like you said, you know, they're getting all this military gear and shit. And the thing about it is not only are they getting it and then it makes them want to fucking go out and use it, but they don't get the training on it and stuff. That's what she said. Part of it as well. (laughs) They don't get trained up for it properly. So when they do use it, it's like you saw on TV, if anybody's been watching some of the stuff from Ferguson, these guys, they got their sniper rifles and their guns and stuff, and they're pointing them at the fucking crowds. You don't fucking do that if you're a cop. I mean, I understand, like, they're supposed to keep control, but they're, like, standing back holding fire on them. You don't ever aim the fucking weapon unless you are, like, weapons ready, ready to fucking shoot somebody. And when you're doing crowd control like that, that's not what you're doing. So these guys aren't trained for shit. You could tell just by watching their actions and stuff. And, um, like I said, you know, it's like, I understand it's a tough job, and there's a lot of fucked up things out there, and now everybody's got guns on them. So I'm sure that most cops, when they pull anybody over now, there's a little bit of fear in themselves. So they probably are a little bit itchy with their fucking taser, their trigger finger. But that's only because everybody loves their fucking gun so much, and everybody needs to have one, so that just adds to the fucking problem. But well, that's another story. They're also, you know, officers are trained, you know, to dominate the situation. Anything that's going on, like, you have to be the dominant one. You, you can't show any sign of weakness or anything that they can get one up on you or whatever. You have to be the dominant figure. So when you have people protesting, rioting, and whatever, it's you have to go one step further. You know, they don't understand the idea of backing down. That, that doesn't equate into their fucking brain functions. To them, it's keep on going at them until they stop. Yep. Keep going until they stop. Just like, you know, if they're getting to a scuffle with somebody, it's, okay, it doesn't matter that they're subdued. I still got to keep going at them until they stop. Stop moving. Stop everything. Just fucking keep going. And man, do they ever. <laughs> you watch and, some of those videos. I mean, I'm, yeah, they had the, you know, you're not supposed to put people in a chokehold. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. But, you know, they, they tell their officers, you know, you have to go in as the dominant superior figure in whatever scenario you're getting into. So when you have that kind of mentality that you're the shit and you're the dominant one, you're going to have that mentality all the time. You're going to be the dominant figure. Yeah, there's some people that can equate that and switch it on and off. But then there's other people that just simply can't. They get in that mode and it's just go time. And they just have to be the dominant figure in whatever circumstance that they're in. And that also contributes to some of the escalating violence that you see because of the show of force that police officers bring to the table. And, yeah, I mean... I don't I don't know if police officers quite understand the psychological impact that they, that they have on people. You know, like you see it if you watch any of the old reruns of Cops or anything like that, you know, you'll have people that are completely they haven't really done anything super wrong and they'll run. Yeah. They get that fight or flight shit and they mm-hmm. just bolt. They go. They have really no reason to. They just do it anyway. Because they have such a psychological impact from the authoritative figure of a cop and how cops treat people and how they come at them so strong. Yep. 
shit, I know people that like get next to a cop and if the cop is going below the speed limit, they'll just go below the speed limit. Yep. They refuse to pass the cop. And I'm like, why the fuck won't you pass the cop? See it all They're like, the time. Well, no, you never pass the cop. I'm like, it, it, you're going the speed limit. D- do you have a warrant? No. Then who gives a shit? Fucking go. <laughs> but they have such a huge psychological impact that people are just terrified of them. They, I don't know if they quite understand that or not. Traffic cops piss me off too because you see too many cops that will run red of their lights white gloves and, and their little fucking lights. Mm. Not no, like traffic cops is in cops that just sit on eight twenty and just wait for you to speed down eight twenty because it's a fifty mile an hour speed zone. I got you. Uh, speed trap. Yeah, man, fucking bullshit. <laughs> and then you see a cop go by and he like ran a red light turning left. I'm like, son of a bitch. I, if I did that right now, you'd pull me over. You fucking cunt. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I think is funny is that. Uh, so I like go into the lane next to me without using my blinker so a cop's able to do an illegal u-turn go over the speed limit put on crazy ass strobe lights not use his blinker run a red light just to pull me over when was that so i made one traffic violation he made five (laughs) and yet i'm in the wrong i have a question when did that happen i'm just it happens all the time dude that's true Uh. i want an exact example and a date and a time and witnesses. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. This is what we always do. We talk about this stuff. We got to solve the fucking problem now. <clears throat> okay. Because it's going to continue. This stuff has continued to escalate and escalate. By the way, the cop's name is uh, Darren Wilson. See, I was right. You're I right. said Darren Wilson. Um, I got fucking honestly, memory. Honestly, smart people tend to not loot and do really dumb things like that. Well, besides and that, just I, I, I get that, but if you're a dumb, uneducated person, you have nothing better going on in your life, and then you know that people in your neighborhood are getting gunned down for no good reason mm-hmm. by people that are supposed to be protecting you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck else are you well, going to do? I want to get away from that. At want, that point, all bets are off. I mean, we look, man, we've gone to it. That's those people, I mean, whatever. They're, I, I understand. They're I'm not causes. saying not that I agree with it. I'm just saying oh, that I, know I that you, somewhat understand. Here's something that I think is awesome. Now, like I said, cops get away with shit because they vouch for each other. The system works in their favor, and and they know that the evidence is there. They can get away with shit. This is a great fucking thing, and I know you guys have heard of this. Some places do it now where the cops, like you always see the cop, the dashboard cams on cops when they pull people over. Well, um, in Rialto, California, they did a fucking test where um, in 2012 where they, on the majority of their police officers, uh, they put cameras on their lapels. So everywhere they went, they're always recorded. In the course of that year, complaints against the police officers fell by 88% and use of force fell by over 60%. Wonder why. It's amazing. That so is something that, because that they works. knew that they were being watched. I was going to say, so does that mean that the people got better with the cops and worked with them? <laughs> or, you know, it's like... I, that the cops weren't <laughs> dicks and assholes? So I think this, and, and some of the other cities have seen this, and uh, a couple other cities that are looking into it now are New York, Albuquerque, Fort Worth. We're here in Fort, Fort Worth area. That does Oakland. need to happen. That needs to happen no matter what because well, it's such a good account. Hey, man, what happened? Tell your story. We're going to compare it to the camera. Hitting the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's such a good idea. I'm telling you, if they did that, like it said, 88 percent of complaints fell. Over 60 percent of them by force fell. That I'm telling you, it's this isn't going to solve the problem. This would fucking reduce the problem by I guarantee half, if not better. Certainly. And the reason some of the now these police forces, I was reading up like New York's trying to get it done now, 
And their argument was, well, it's going to cost us like $32 million to hook Fuck up it. these cameras. Well, and then like um, ACLU and groups like that came back and said, uh, well, you realize you have so many cases against you for brutality and stuff that because of settlements and shit, last year alone they paid out over $150 million in settlements. They're right. like, so you could pay $32 million <laughs> to get these cameras and probably cut according to just – I mean, I know it's one police force in Rialto, but according to now what with, they did... with those cameras, do they have any kind of, like, alert if a cop disconnects it or anything? I think they're on all the time. Just uh, like I know, I know but I mean, camera. like, there's probably a way to disconnect it from some kind of hard drive or anything like that. Uh, if they did, though, and then shit went down, you know how suspicious that would be? I, I know. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm curious if I don't it know. sends up an alert or anything. I don't know. I, I didn't see anything Because the whole point that, is to but... try and prevent something as opposed to just, like having evidence against something. But well, as far I mean? as police brutality goes, though, the camera would be so... Aw- Could you imagine if it was on camera, that guy just, like, grabbing a journalist and slamming his face into the McDonald's Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's like- right... I mean, the cameras, I've seen the pictures. They're, like, right on their lapels, either by their collar or yeah. attached to their, um, their ties, usually. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're getting fucking straight on view of everything no that's that's great and i'm pretty sure it'll take a while for a lot of police forces to get on board with anything like that i don't know if this is something i've heard that congress is talking about passing like a mike brown act i heard some democrats bringing this up and i think obama might have actually mentioned in a speech um where that was a component of it was making sure that all federal and uh, local police authorities would have to start wearing these cameras i mean if they do that that's a genius idea i think that's a really good idea and the second thing that they need to do is they need to come up with almost like another judicial system where, because the, I mean, now it's like if, if a cop does something, like I said, they're not going to put him on trial. And if he does, he's within that system. And you see, like I said, I went through the conviction rates. I mean, it's almost nothing. They don't get convicted. They need to have almost like maybe a federal system set up. So when these cases come through, like the feds take over and look into these cases and try these police officers instead of it going through a local jurisdiction. It should be like a, something like that. I think it, those two things alone, I think you can knock out a Dude, you'll really piss good off, portion. Dude, you'll piss off the entire Republican Party with that. And <laughs> ask me if I give States a fuck. States rights, guys. Oh, States rights. Fuck them pieces of shit. Well, until all that shit goes down, you can download an app called 5.0 that was developed by some teenagers in Decatur, Georgia. Um, so they built this app and it's essentially like a Yelp rating system for local police officers. <laughs> Darren Wilson's got a like very you low can, rating. You can literally put <laughs> their name on there and you can rate them as, you know, the interaction that you have with them. Hmm. Um, they also have different areas of that app, you know, like settings and stuff where you can go to and it's like, um, know your rights, um, which is a section that was completed by information from the ACLU. Um, so if any cops like trying to do a one up on you, you know, your rights, you know exactly what he can and can't do to you <laughs> at that point. Um, and like I said, it's, you, you can go on there and rate cops based off of their name or badge number, um, in your particular area. So did I tell you guys about the magic trick I saw some dude do to a cop? I think this might've been staged, Oh my! but it was really funny. He walks up to the cop and tries to sell him a bag of weed. <laughs> okay And he makes it disappear <laughs> He like walks up And he's like Hey officer I just want to know If you wanted to buy this The guy's on the phone So he's like I wanted to know If you wanted to buy This bag of weed And he's like I'll call you right back And he puts his phone away And he's like And the guy's like What did you just ask me And he's like I'm thinking to get About like maybe 40 for it Or whatever And then he like Crumbles it up in his hand And the cap, the cop grabs his arm And is like Open your hands And he's like All getting bitchy And he opens his hands And it's gone <laughs> And he's like I just asked you for the time <laughs> 
And then he, uh, I think he gets frisked anyway, but the was guy never found David it. David Blaine, street magician. magician. No, Jesus Christ, I quit. <laughs> fucking, I gotta, this is why I got to drink was, when I'm doing the fucking show. Uh, staged, but. I would think it's staged because at that point it's like he's just going to like search the entire thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's just going to search all your pockets and find yeah. it. But Four stars. The anal cavity search went extremely well. <laughs> Ouch. 5 app bitches. That's my, that's my Yelp review. Now you want me to play this? Only four stars. He only used one finger on the anal cavity search. See, with Boggs, that would be one star. I don't get it. You want him to use more fingers Fucking in the fist, anal cavity? Just fist it. Fist yeah. Five stars for five fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the crow and cackle Persistent Innocence Elated In argument I'm empty And wondering If you're only saying What I wanted you to say because you're only saying what I wanted you to say so I'll just wait until our time Slips through the cracks, falls to the ground, shattering. I'll just keep waiting for something to improve, something to move ahead. Because I'm only saying what you want. Say. Oh no, the screen went away. <laughs> Damn it! How do you no. do this? How does this? Oh, Top there button. it goes. <clears throat> I didn't get that on the mine. slow and steady sound of silence. down. I'm empty and wondering what you sent me, what you're offering, because I'm only saying what I wanted you to say. Sorry, Casey. (laughs) I needed a chart. It disappeared. Yeah, I'm only saying what you wanted me to say. So I'll just wait until our time slips through the cracks, falls to the ground. 
shatter and I'll just keep waiting for something to Something to move ahead Because I'm only saying What you wanted me to say Good night, everybody. You guys have a good one. What? But oh, no, we're not I, done? No, I still have God like damn fi- it. 50 more minutes of stuff. God damn it. Oh, I guess we're done. See, this was the most serious show we've done in a long time. Yeah, it was. Very, very serious. I don't like it. You don't like it? Uh, no, I liked it. We had some pretty good debates and arguments. And <laughs> nah, it's good. We need arguments. To, we need to, I'm throwing the shit out of Michael. It's we need awesome. To, we need to mix one of these in every once in a while again. Yeah, just um, I think I'm actually. There's not like you a know week and a half of writing, you know, since before no we do it. No one's listening to th- at this point anyway. I was going to tell you, why don't you go ahead and put up on the uh, Twitter feed the next uh, big Boggs research assignment you want? Because I think I'm ready to do one like I did the education show. Holy shit! Um, do I I'm need go. to pick something, or do you already have something in mind? No, I was going to say, go to our listeners oh. and see what they want me to go and research, and I'll do a really in-depth research project. Okay. How about I give them like options? That's one. Okay, I I'll guess it, if that's the case, uh, I'll throw it up on Facebook. I'll give them some options. Turtle herpes. Yeah, I know, right?